Check my statistics If we talking about go, You gotta give me a mention This is rational hour If we being realistic This is rational They said I couldn't do it But I did it work Ethic like mom But you know that boy is a problem Tell me when to get him Then I got him This is rational hour I'm just keeping it a honey This is rational hour Everything you doing I done done it Welcome to the Rational Hour with Ryan, where we talk sports. I have a very special guest in the building, Miss Linda Robinson. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much oh, for coming thank on. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Le- yes, uh, we are part two of our sit down, uh, just to go over some things. We had a little bit of technical issues in our past mm-hmm, show, so let's go over some things and just clear some okay. things up. Uh, Linda, again, just uh, thank you again. Uh, Linda's come from an auto racing family, um, model, artist, uh, director, a board of directors with the city of Anaheim, uh, all around, just a good person, man. And I want to just pick your brain again and go over some things of your past. And Be happy to do it. Okay, Miss Robinson, again, uh, daughter of Josie and Rusty Espinosa. What was it like growing up? Your father was a legend of Ascot. You know, again, he was in the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Uh, one interesting tidbit that I found was uh, Louis Unser said your father was like a brother to him, and uh, he had a lot of great peers in the racing industry. What were some of your fondest memories of growing up on the track again with that? Well, I grew up around sprint car racing since I was probably a baby. Uh, used to go to a lot of different races with my dad. My dad was a legend. He was very popular. He was a uh, an official with the California Racing Association for over 40 years. He's in the National Hall of Fame, which, of course, our family couldn't be prouder of him. He was he was just an un- unusual person that everybody seemed to love. And uh, my parents were great parents. I, I couldn't have asked for a better childhood. Uh, racing was a part of it. But actually, football was a big part of it, too. Uh, as a youngster... We used to go to all the Anaheim High School games, Friday Night Lights. You know, Anaheim was a big powerhouse. And my parents went to high school there, and um, so did I. Yeah, Van Harbick was a great coach in Orange County. Uh, Moon Mullins, a great uh, Hall of Fame player, went to USC and played for the Steelers for a yes. long time. We discussed uh, Jimmy Fossil. Yeah. Uh, what were the Friday Night Lights like in, uh, in Orange County back then? Um, who was Anaheim's biggest rival? What was the biggest game? In the well, town? when I was in school, it was Western High School because there, you know, there weren't that many high schools in Anaheim when I was in school. But um, Western seemed to be our rivals. And then once we got into CIF, which we did every year, Loyola was a, a big rival of ours. And uh, Friday, Friday nights, it just seemed like everybody in town would go to the games at La Palma Park and when I was in high school, I was on the drill team, so that was really exciting during the halftime shows. Yeah, did, you, did you ever have the opportunity to perform in any like uh, New Year's Day 
Rose Bowl parades or any uh, significant Rose Bowl? Uh, well, events? unfortunately, not the Rose Bowl, but um, we did perform for uh, the Rams once at the Coliseum, and uh, we did open at Angel Stadium. We got to do a halftime show that there right when they opened. So, those were our claims to fame. <laughs> oh, great, great. Yeah, yeah that's uh, um, Anaheim Stadium opened in, was it 68? Oh, no. You know what? I can't, I can't, I yeah, I can't tell you that for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I was just reading up on that, but yeah, that's that's a that's a you know honor just to open it up with uh, the first uh, parade there. Now speaking of the yes. Coliseum, uh, you know at at USC there were the biggest games with USC and UCLA and also USC right. and Notre Dame. Uh, can you talk about those atmospheres and what those games were like? I know uh, Coach Robinson's last game was actually against Notre Dame. It was an epic yeah, game. That, what it was. Um, what was that particular game stands out in my mind. I mean. It was just full, you know, you couldn't get a seat, nighttime game, and uh, we had not beaten Notre Dame in a long time, and so uh, it was an exciting game right down to the end. Uh, Lou Holtz was the coach, and coincidentally, that was his last game with Notre Dame, and we won, and I had never seen so many people jump on the field and crowd it was I, I don't know it was like winning the Super Bowl or something it it was so exciting yeah that was an epic game it was a night game it was kind of cold and it was an eerie game but it was a hard fought defensive hard fought. game and uh yeah it was just a really rock of soccer type game and uh SC ended up pulling it out in the last play sure of the did. game I think everyone everyone stormed the field. It was it was a very electric college atmosphere. Um, one of those memorable games you always remember. What's that? It was one of those rem- oh. memorable games that you will always Absolutely. remember, no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what were some of your favorite players during that time when, when you were at SC? Um, there's so many great players, like you mentioned, Johnny Morton, uh, Keyshawn. Yeah, they have Brad Otten and uh, Sean Walters. Yep. Who were some of your favorite players during that well, era? Well, that's really hard to say because I loved all the guys, you know. Uh, like I you know, I have two daughters. And uh, so these kids were like all my sons. You know, I got the privilege of knowing them. But uh, like you said, uh, Keyshawn was one of my favorites and uh, Johnny Morton. Um Got to say, my former uh, son-in-law, Johnny McWilliams, of course, was one of my absolute favorites. Larry Parker, um, Rome Douglas, R.J. Soward, uh, Jim Wren, who's still a good friend of ours. And we just had so many. I I just, uh, like I said, I loved them all. And it was just fun seeing them come in as freshmen where they're just kind of shy and young. And then four years later, they're young men that you're just so proud of. It was a privilege to know them. Yeah. Um, the SC program went through a transition from the athletic directors when they had Mike McGee to Mike Garrett. And that was just a huge difference, a lot of people would say, with the with the whole yep. program. But it, it, it's just uh, it, where it kind of is now. But how much did that factor in as far as with, um, with Coach Robinson? Was that a, a big transition for him, or did he did his kind of he 
kept it separate business from the program and the athletic director? Try to keep it separate as much as possible. Mike McGee brought us in, but he was just there a very short time. I don't think even a year uh, that we were together because uh, he moved on to South Carolina. Uh, so I can't remember too much of a, a relationship with Mike, it, Mike Garrett, except, you know, away games. We'd always be on the plane with them. And, um, of course, there's the departing when we left SC, and that's probably a well-known story. Yeah, um, Garrett was always known for being in, on the baseline of the basketball games, in the locker room of the football games, uh, very uh, in, in tune with a lot of, I've heard different <laughs> stories with him being a little too close to the program. But Yeah, better yeah, I, I, um, I don't say anything about that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think... Um, Everyone loved McGee, though. Um, did you ever have any conversations oh. with him when he oh, was yeah, in that short absolutely. time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great guy. He and his wife were, were just really nice people. I hated to see him leave. It was great. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, one guy um, a lot of people talked about. Just real first-class guy, man. It, a lot of people hated to see him leave. Now, did you ever... Um, a great legend of SC that just passed away uh, in December, Marv Marinovich... And his son Todd were epic uh, players, and just the whole story of them. Uh, did you have the honor of meeting him, or heard any great stories of Mark Winifredo? No, didn't really know that family. Um, of course, I know the stories, but um, I do know that Todd is really a great artist now. I've seen some of his artwork, and it's just outstanding. I really admire it. I know, I know, he went through a lot, uh, like some players do, but. Um, looks like he overcame it, and like I said, he's a superb artist. Yeah, a lot of people say he has an art gallery that's a really nice getaway if you want to go see a, a, some nice art. He's really uh, fascinating. The description of his art and his, his different things that he—it's it's a real different yeah. way of doing it, you know, from the pictures that I've seen. But it's—it's—it's it's, yeah, it's real like abrasive like it, it, yeah. it touches you like it's, it's a lot of feeling in so his too. art it's great now um another uh sc trojan that was in the news uh through the 90s was oj simpson uh him and marcus allen charles white some of the great running backs that actually you know played mm -hmm. for coach robinson <laughs> uh charles white coached i believe with, with he did, coach robinson he the did. Second we time. We have a lot of history well, um, with Charlie, actually, you know. Um, of course, he's one of John's Heisman winners, and he did coach at SC eventually with us and came to the Rams when Eric Dickerson left. You know, John gave him a chance there, and he did great. Yeah, Charlie is uh, he's part of our family. Nice. Yeah, he was a great running back, uh, and it carried over with Coach Robinson with the Rams. I know he had... Dickerson, but I thought Bell was another yeah, Greg Bell was. that he had. Yes. Delfino. Yeah, uh, Robert Delfino, I thought was a, a decent he good was. back. And uh, he, they they really made the most of what they had with that team. Just good power football. I, I love that style of football compared to what we have now in the USC. It's hard for me to watch because of this 
you know, this air raid. It's just, I don't know. When you, when you, when you have an SC football fan or it's just somebody that's played for SC, it's student body left, right, and that's just in the symbolic yep, way of yep, SC. Yeah. How hard is it for you to watch USC football now? Is it the same or just no matter what? It's, uh, just the it's love is there. not the same uh, as far as my feelings towards SC. I mean, I love watching the Trojans, and I'm a Trojan fan, but um, recently with their scandal that they had about paying to get in, uh, they let two people go from the athletic department that uh, were very good friends of ours, and uh, they they would have done anything for SC, and I know they weren't involved in this uh, scandal. So I was really disappointed that they let these two people go who'd been there for years and years and years. But I, I'll tell you, as far as watching college football anymore... That's, that's not there anymore, that, that, that they released because <laughs> of this scandal... Uh, guys that have been there for a long time and were very revered for many years in the program. Yes. Uh, it's, it's sad to see, but it feels like they almost had to take the blame in a way. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they took the blame, but I just know that they let them go, and it, I, I just can't imagine uh, why. Yeah. Now, is that something you were aware of in the past where you knew that? Last year, Ryan. Was it in the same where they earned their way onto the team that they paid their way in? I never heard of that. No, not ever. Oh, okay. That's no. That's that. They had. They had. Ryan, I, I'm losing you. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? No. Okay. I can't. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's. That's unfortunate to hear when you hear so many good people that were caught in that whole situation that lost their job and facing conviction. It just was a sad story to see overall. Really was. I was very disappointed. Now, with this, uh, your life, when you left SC, there was a time in 2003 where you experienced a situation with you and Coach Robinson where it was just a, a turning point of your life. Can you talk about that and this, that that whole night and, and the whole as far as what you went through? Uh, are you referring to when we lived in Las Vegas? Yes, and let's or... let's go over that. Let's, it's because in 2003, I was told that, or actually, I found information that was very uh, touching to me, where. Um, it was a night where supposedly you were coming home from Green Valley and that Coach Robinson was experiencing chest pains. Yeah, I think they got that story a little mixed up because um, we were living in Las Vegas. Um, I had had a double, double mastectomy of cancer and I was re, uh, recovering. Um, about 11 days later, John was... Uh, coaching at UNLV and apparently he started having chest pains so he did have a heart attack drove himself to the hospital which I found out later wasn't real happy about that but yeah we were both kind of recuperating at the same time so it was a lot to go through but uh, I'll tell you our friends were very helpful and uh, we didn't want for anything you know so it's great having family and friends at a time like that. Now were you with him coming back so quickly they were saying that he only after having surgery to clear his arteries, was back on the field within 10 days? Oh, yeah. You can't keep that man <laughs> on the field. <laughs> wow. 
that's uh oh, that's yeah. uh that's work ethic and it's finance no I, I was really surprised at that that seems like a major uh surgery well yeah he had a couple of stents put in uh, but he recovered right away i mean like i said nothing going nothing's going to keep him away from that football field now as far as you guys relationship was he was it you guys had to be both there for each other i can imagine this year what you have in your breast cancer surgery and then we have the blockage of his arteries did that situation seem like it was a tougher time for you guys or was that something that kind of just transitioned you know it just happened and uh i think that we're both people that accept whatever's happening and happy we're both alive and you know we got through it just fine yeah yeah that's um you know life can hit you at any time so i was just you know curious to know how that that you know was, you know the chapter of your life you guys were and I mean, usually things like that kind of you don't expect so it kind of brings you together in a way yeah, I think it did. Absolutely. Okay. And what, let's go through our name calls again, because we didn't get a chance to clearly go over those. Now, when you talk about John Madden, what are some of the, yes. the thoughts that come to mind? Well, uh, John Madden and John Robinson uh, went to school together, elementary school, I think first grade on at Catholic school. Uh, probably got in a lot of trouble together, I would imagine, but they have remained best friends all these years and uh, we spent a lot of time with the Maddens uh, John and Virginia at their home and just the nicest people I mean people next door kind of people and uh, one story that I like to tell is that when um, when Madden was with the Raiders and they won the Super Bowl that same year I think uh, John was at SC and had won the national championship Somehow or other, they had gotten down uh, in the Coliseum. They were walking around, empty Coliseum, and they both kind of just said, can you believe us? Two guys from Daly City, and here we are, both winners, you know, in, in the NFL and college. That's kind of a neat story. Yeah, Daly City is located where? That's, is that by the bay? That's, yeah, that's up north, right, okay. near San Francisco, and that's where they grew up. And um, John and Robinson and John Madden both met in, in elementary school, or was that in, in high school? No, that was in elementary school, wow. first grade, Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, they were, they were altar boys together. Oh, wow. They go that far back, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, everyone knows John Madden from, you know, nowadays, his new generation from the video game, but... Sure. He was such a great coach and he, a great analyst as far as commentators when it comes to some of the best quirks and sayings you yeah. can say in a football game. I, I don't think there's anybody better. Yeah. Than him. I miss uh, hearing him do the play-by-play. with the, um, you know, Oh, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, him and Keith Jackson, I would say, just were tremendous and along with other legends of other sports. But those two come to mind. Just, just great broadcasters. Yeah. I think yeah, I think Keith Jackson was great too. Okay, absolutely. Now, when you when you talk about Burt Reynolds, uh, what comes to mind with Burt in his whole career? Burt Reynolds was um, he was a guest on uh, a couple of John's shows. John did a a show every Thursday night when we were with the Rams. We would uh, go into Hollywood and have dinner and. 
then uh, he had the John Robinson show, and Bert came on there a couple of times, and he came in character as the coach in Evening Shade. What's it? You know, it was the TV show that he did back then, and uh, just the nicest guy. I mean, uh, just uh, not full of himself like you would think a lot of stars are. Friendly, uh, always, always glad to do the show. Loved football. And then uh, when we lived in Las Vegas, he did a couple of uh, one-man shows, which he always invited us to, and backstage, and I don't know, and I always thought he was wonderful before I ever met him, and then to find out he was such a great guy was was, was just neat. Yeah, everyone knows Bert from just Smoking the Bandit, and I always think of his days with uh, Florida State playing running back now. He was uh, right. just, a, you know, just seems like a real cool type guy, you know, almost like a Fonzie of sorts. Yeah, but just uh, just real guy. I mean, he would be your friend, you know, in high school kind of guy. Okay. Now, you happen to be uh, the wife of the head coach of a professional team in the NFL. Um, the owner was Georgia Fontieri. What what comes to mind with Georgia, and how is she towards uh, you? Just from your perspective and what you know of her. Well, um, before I met Georgia. Um, People had warned me, no, she's not going to be nice to you. She doesn't like other women. She likes to be the star and uh, kind of scared to meet her, I'll tell you. But the first time I met her was on the plane going to Japan. We were playing, um, I think we were playing the 49ers or the Chiefs in Japan, Tokyo. And so I was really nervous. But she came on the plane. She's usually the last one because she's notoriously late. Uh, and I met her and she was so gracious and so nice to me and from then on for the years that we were there she was always just really nice to me she came to parties at our house and uh, we got along fine you know there she had a lot of quirks that uh, annoyed other people but I wasn't involved in that so (laughs) she wasn't annoying to me and uh, I just remember her fondly she uh, she died of breast cancer some years ago and I, I felt bad about that hadn't seen her in years but to me she was a very very kind lady wow i i didn't know that i know she passed away like in 2009 or so i think so yeah and uh, so. they say she was she was married quite a few times from what i hear like four or five times she had different spouses uh, i believe so <laughs> yeah. i i i only know who she was with when we were with the rams and his name was earl don't know don't remember his last name but just um you know they got along great i think uh, he was a pianist and she loved to sing when we um had dinner at her house a few times and she would always sing for us you know she she was good yeah i remember that guy earl weatherwax or something like that yeah i yeah i think that was his name yeah now what um was uh, Georgia, was she right in moving the team to St. Louis? Or did you feel, how did you feel about the whole team relocating? Well, we were gone by then, of course, but um, it made me sad. You know, there's so many Rams fans in Los Angeles, and I think it was sad for them. Um, I don't know too much about the reasons that they went, but um, I'm sure they had their reasons. But I thought it was a very sad thing. A lot of history in Los Angeles. So, um I don't know. It was really sad because at that time, both teams kind of left, I believe, in back-to-back years. I believe the Rams in 94 and the Raiders in 95. Right. So it was just a right. jettison of just the pro teams all of a sudden just gone from Southern California. 
So it, yeah. it was it was really hard to see during that time, just because, uh, you know, as local Southern California, we always had Rams Raiders, or we could take the hour drive to San Diego. So it was kind of tough right. to see, to, just to see them what? leave. Disappointed a lot of people, you know. Yeah. Uh, now Gene Autry, the other the other tenant over in the Anaheim Stadium, did you ever have the honor of meeting Mr. Autry? I did meet Mr. Autry. It was. Uh, Actually, at a luncheon for a friend of ours, got a star on the Hollywood um, Walk of Fame, and they had a luncheon after. And uh, I was kind of waiting to see where I was supposed to sit at this round table, and he was already seated. And his wife came and got me by the arm, and he said, "Here, you sit next to Jane. Here, he always likes to sit next to the pretty girls." <laughs> so uh, we had a nice conversation. He was a nice man, and t- I told him, uh, "Yeah, I don't know anything about baseball, sir." He said, oh, that's okay. We can talk about football. So he's just really nice. Yeah. It was a thrill meeting them. And when I told my parents that I had uh, sat next to him at this luncheon, my dad was like, Gene Autry, you know, he was a famous cowboy <laughs> in the movie. That's what everyone knows him from. He, he had his uh, TV show and he was this Western guy. But everyone that I know that I do him or his wife, they always said he was just a real upbeat, this high energy guy and just... Real nice Absolutely. guy. Real nice guy. Was very gracious. Yes. Uh, Bill Walsh, uh, his, the cohort of Coach Robinson, who had so many battles. Yeah, they had a lot of battles, but uh, actually they were friends. Okay. We were um, friends with he and his wife, Barbara. Went out to dinner a lot when we were, you know, up in San Francisco. And uh, they challenged each other, that's for sure. Bill Walsh was a fine coach. Absolutely fine. Yes. Uh, I think he's the greatest coach ever and not top three. Uh, he was just a real innovator. I mean, that West Coast offense still reminiscent, uh, remains very solid among program teams uh, to this day. Yep. And uh, at the 49ers, of course, he was fortunate enough to have oh. Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, you know, all the players he had were were outstanding. Yeah, I mean, the whole, uh, he had some definitely great players. I mean, uh, Roger Craig was a great running back. John Taylor was good. Yes, he was. Opposite of, of Bryce and Brent Jones. And Ronnie Lott. Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie Lott. Lott Tina, Tina Turner. Uh, yeah, they, they had some some really good players. Uh, they had some talent. Yeah, I think they were no, no, the, one of the last teams to win back-to-back before the Patriots. Yeah, before the Patriots, right. Now, our man, Marv Gu, uh, with USC, legendary coach, a uh, longtime friend of John. Yes, Marv Gu was, uh, first time I met him was when he was coaching uh, with the Rams with John. But uh, once we went back to SC, I realized what an important person he was there. People loved Marv at, at SC. He was uh, the most enthusiastic, uh, just, I just so much energy. I've never met anybody with that much energy, but you know, beloved coach. And, and at SC, he is, uh, well, they have all kinds of things named after Marv. So that tells you a lot about how they felt about him. Yes, yes. Very revered coach. Um, real popular. <laughs> um, one, uh, Papadagas Tavern. Uh, it's closed now, but a lot of USC uh, people just love that place. A lot of recruiting dinners there. What are your thoughts? Loved it. <laughs> we love that restaurant. Sure. Um, the Papadakis were um, 
John played for for John the first time around, and then his sons played for John the second time around. But the restaurant itself was always packed, always fun, and uh, John's parents, Tom and Angie, uh, they were Greek, of course, and we were fortunate enough to um, go to Greece with them. And uh, Angie taught me a lot about shopping in Athens, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that restaurant was always fun, and we did have a lot of functions there. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's one of those, you know, SC, uh, just local, just landmarks, just so many people locally in the, in the Bay, uh, South Bay area love that place. Just good food, uh, good customer service. Uh, I, yeah. I, I love Petros' show. He is a good radio personality, real funny guy. His dad, he his is. dad is too. He's he is. quite the character. Yeah, I'm proud of him that he's done such a, a good job. Yes, yes. Now, our man Jackie Slater, uh, Hall of Famer, longtime Ram. Jackie is, uh, I can honestly say, one of my favorite players ever, ever. Um, he was a great player, but uh, off the field, one of the nicest people you would ever want to know. He and his wife, Annie, were very good friends of ours. Um, I just can't say enough about Jackie. He had John introduce him when he got inducted into the Hall of Fame in Canton. That was one of the most uh, impressive things we've ever been to. Uh, just a great experience. Uh, we went to Canton a couple of times, of course, when Madden was inducted as well. But what an event. And, and Jackie deserves every accolade he ever got. And lastly, um, I don't know if you have to honor me this man, but he was just, it's just such a story. But Daryl Russell, uh, long, uh, great USC defensive tackle in NFL with the Raiders. Do you have the honor of meeting Daryl and uh, any good stories you can give us with him? Well, um, yeah, we recruited him, you know, um, when we were at SC. I can remember going to uh, his high school game, one of his high school games. He played for uh, St. Augustine uh, in San Diego. Outstanding player, uh, just a fun young man. Once he came to SC, just always happy, always uh, joking around and he was a great player, and uh, when he lost his life, I think it was one of the hardest days that uh, John and I had when we found out. Yeah, uh, you said he was a great athlete, basketball and football, uh, in, San, in high school in San Diego, and yes. uh, yeah. just uh, just uh, just a dancing bear, man. So he's freakishly strong and athletic. Uh, yes. Yeah, he, it was just a tragedy. A tragedy when. Uh, he, he's passed. Uh, him and uh, Mike uh, Bastinelli, I believe his name was, my receiver. Um, right. Yeah, that was just um, one of those things that's etched in your. When you, you hear things like that, it just hits home and resonates with you for a while. Such a, a young man like that to use, lose his life. He was a, a definitely will be missed. I uh, uh, hate to hear things like that. Yeah, um, it upsets me to this day, even though it was years and years ago. I knew his mom quite well. and. Mm. Daryl was an only child, so you can imagine what this poor woman has gone through. Right, right. Um, now, did you uh, have any thoughts with Kevin Green? He also passed away last year. Such a great guy. I know you had mentioned he was one of your favorite players. Um, what was he like in your modeling agency? Was he just a character like he seemed? <laughs> yeah, he was always a character. <laughs> and he, he did model for my agency. Um 
had a few players that that modeled the Robert Del Pino did as well and Jerry Gray uh, but Kevin was just a special person uh, always again always happy uh, he grew up in a army family so he was always yes sir yes ma'am you know but uh, what a player just a great player and um, his passing in December really affected me because uh, he was just such a alive kind of person. Uh, once he stopped playing, he came and visited us uh, a couple of times in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, he did the wrestling thing. He tried tried that after the NFL. And, and then he became a coach. And I think that was the perfect occupation for Kevin because he was enthusiastic. And I'm sure he had, a you know, a lot to share. Yeah, yeah. With players. He was just a great, I mean, he's Hall of Famer. I mean, you know, that speaks speaks for itself. Yes, he is. Yeah, it, it, he just seems so Absolutely. high energy, just electric, you know, uh, on the field, just intensity like no other, you know. Rams to the Steelers to the Panthers, uh, just a great career, great man. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about him. Uh, he definitely was one of those guys that would be missed. Yep. Uh, and sad, sad to hear of his, you know, his, like, his uh, life being taken. Uh, but uh, Yeah. That was a, yes. That was yes, a it was. Um, now, speaking of people that we would love to spend time with, that, that they're here or not, if you could have three dinner guests, Miss Robinson, who would you like to sit down and have a drink and, and food with? Just give me your your three <laughs> people that you feel, if you had to choose, if you could have anyone, living or not. Any. Okay, anyone ever. Uh, my first choice would be John nice. F. Kennedy. Um, just uh, I don't know, just an interesting person. Loved to, just love to visit with him. And uh, my favorite, Elvis Presley. I wouldn't mind sitting down with him. <laughs> and my absolute favorite actress, Marilyn Monroe. I would love to talk to Marilyn Monroe. I always, I don't know, I read every book about her, and uh, I just admired her. She had a very tragic life. But uh, her birthday is June the 1st, mine's June the 2nd. And uh, when I was modeling, I got the uh, privilege of going to a, a shoot in Hollywood. And I had no idea who the photographer was. But when I got into his studio, I saw pictures of her all over. And uh, so I asked him and he said, oh, yeah, he used to shoot Marilyn Monroe a lot. And his wife, the, uh, his wife was there and uh after the shoot, I asked if I could stay and just quiz them about Marilyn Monroe, and they were happy to answer any questions I had, and that was a real thrill wow. for me. Yeah, I know there's a picture, a famous picture with uh, the Elvis and Marilyn Monroe in, the, in a movie theater. Uh, my fiance has a picture like that. I can't remember who the other person, but they're like she's eating popcorn, and they're that. Oh, I think it's. Um, oh, is that right? Uh, God, not John Wayne, but. Um, James Dean, yes, Dean, yes, maybe? exactly. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, very nice uh, picture uh, that, that, that is very reminiscent. When you said those two names of Elvis and Marilyn Monroe, it's the first thing that popped in my head. Well, I think Elvis, uh, James Dean, and Marilyn Monroe all had um, hard tragic oh, lives. Oh, gotcha, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, um. James Dean also, yeah, he passed for the, it was a car accident, correct, wasn't it? 
Yeah, driving his, uh, I think it was a Porsche. Yeah, I think he was only 24 at the time. He'd only, he'd only mm. made three movies, you know, and yet he was an outstanding uh, actor. It's kind of like Tupac. Yeah, just a young, at his prime, at his peak. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah. Same thing. Same kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, Same kind of thing. Down, though. Um, well, Miss Robinson, can you talk just what, how much your life and your family means to you and just... Uh, just what you've gone through in your life and where you stand now in your life what, what, as far as where you stand? Well, um, I just uh, think I've had a really interesting, great life. I've been blessed. Uh, my parents were wonderful, and I had them for a long time. They were married 72 years, and uh, they gave me a wonderful childhood. And My adult life has been very interesting. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I have two wonderful daughters that I see quite often and four grandchildren that make me the happiest person in the world. My oldest is, uh, he's a mountain biker, loves to mountain bike. When he was a little younger, he was an inline skater and so talented. And then I have a granddaughter. I only have the one granddaughter and she is a surfer. She's a lifeguard in Laguna, and she's an outstanding soccer player uh, at Concordia College. So, so proud of her. Then I have Johnny J. McWilliams, and he is a basketball player at Fresno State. And then he's now playing basketball at Masters, getting his master's degree. Couldn't be prouder of that young man. And then there's the young one. That's Tyson McWilliams, and uh, he's got a special place in my heart. He's at Cal Berkeley right now on a football scholarship. Um, they had, didn't get to play much last year because of COVID, but uh, he was an outstanding athlete in San Diego. I've got to brag about him because he went to St. Augustine, played basketball and football, outstanding athlete, and he was selected the best male athlete in San Diego County his senior year. So you can imagine how, how proud I am. I'm proud of all four of them. They're I'm just the lucky yeah, beautiful family. I've seen uh, some highlights of of Tyson on uh, Under the Radar. It's like a recruiting uh, network that they, they highlight some of the best athletes around the Western and Eastern, mm-hmm. South, North. And uh, he, he, he has a lot of talent. And so, yeah. Oh, he does. He's remarkable. And that young man has loved football since oh, he could man. walk. It's amazing. He, he and Pop Warner... Some of the coaches would ask his advice wow. what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's in the bloodline. His father was a great tight end. I thought he was underutilized at USC. Uh, I just see it all day. He had, they actually at the time, uh, he had all, uh, John Allridge and Nanta. They had a couple other guys that were all kind of mixed yeah. in there. And it just it was just the timing, I think. So. Yeah, we had a lot of tight ends. But he once he got in the NFL, he, uh, he did great. You know, he played at... Uh, he was with the Arizona Cardinals and with the Minnesota Vikings, and really yeah, proud of yeah. Johnny. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, the kids, everything gets going uh, this this summer, and they can get the Pac-12 a full season. It was tough on them this year, just with these uh, like five or seven oh. games they played. Oh, it's really tough. And and Tyson being a freshman, you know, it was all new to him, and yeah. it was sad. Yeah, we look forward to seeing him and uh, just praying for everybody. Uh, one saying I always say uh, I read. Um, that I love is every morning we get two gifts. We open both our eyes and those uh, cherish those each day. Well, 
that's uh, yes, certainly yes. what I believe. Well, okay, Ms. Robinson, thank you again. Um, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, giving uh, every tidbit and drop of a gem of knowledge of your past. I really appreciate it. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun talking to you, Ryan. I appreciate thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love to have you on again one day. Take care. All right. I okay. would look forward to it. You too. All right. Stay safe.